The following is a reading from the book, The Effects of the Talmud on Judeo-Christianity by Colonel Jack Moore, who passed away in 2003. This book was first published in 1992. Freely share this out on any platform, channel, social media that you have. Repost it as you wish, but do shout me out. Free speech on fire on BitChute and Telegram. Free speech on fire, BitChute and Telegram. This is chapter 7. The Babylonian Talmud, an instrument to destroy Christianity. Talmudism is communism. One of the greatest difficulties of the Talmudic Pharisees has been that of bringing communism into power while trying to conceal its Talmudic origin. This may seem contradictory to my readers since I have already mentioned how Jewish authors have openly boasted about their influence in bringing communism into the world. However, it is an observable fact that when this connection is pointed out by a goy, especially if they happen to be a white Christian patriot, Jewish leaders immediately bring up their pet propaganda terms and scream hate crime, anti-Semitic, and fascist, quote-unquote. The prostitutes standing behind the pulpits of the Judeo-Christian churches will do everything in their power to keep this truth from their parishioners and keep their people from knowing that Judaism fathered communism. This was one of the first things that caused me to take a close look at Judaism. I had been brought up in the Baptist church to consider them as God's chosen. Yet when I was lecturing for the John Birch Society and spoke against communism, the Jew-owned media immediately labeled me as anti-Semitic, although I had not mentioned Jews, Judaism, or Zionism. These brainwashed Christian stooges who stand behind the pulpits of most of our churches will defend the very force which is attempting to destroy everything they say they believe as a Christian. Not only is that very stupid, but very sad and fatal. In Washington, D.C. today, it is a known fact that worldwide Talmudic Judaism has a stranglehold on our American government. They control Canada as well, and have been in control of England and most of Europe for decades. The following copies of U.S. State Department papers relating to the Russian Revolution in 1918 prove that international Zionist Jews were prominent in the communist leadership that took over Russia at that time and slaughtered millions of Russian Christians. Here it is. Schiff Jacob Henry was born in 1847 at Frankfurt on the Main, Germany. He received his education in the schools of Frankfurt. 
1865 he came to America where he settled in New York City. Here he joined the staff of a banking house. In 1873 he returned to Europe where he made connections with some of the chief German banking houses. Upon returning to the United States he entered the banking firm of Kuhn, Loeb and Company, New York, of which he later became the head. His firm became the financial reconstructors of the Union Pacific Railroad and since then is strongly interested in American railroads. Mr. Schiff's principle of community of interests among the chief railway combinations led to the formation of the Northern Securities Company, thus suppressing ruinous competition. The firm of Kun, Loeb & Co. floated the large Japanese war loans of 1904-1905, thus making possible the Japanese victory over Russia. Mr. Schiff is director of numerous financial companies, among them the Central Trust Company, Western Union Telegraph Company, Wells Fargo Express Company. He has been several times vice president of the New York Chamber of Commerce. Mr. Schiff is widely known for his many philanthropic activities and for his interest in education. Of his Numerous philanthropies, only a few can be mentioned here. He founded the chair in social economics at Columbia University. He presented the fund. and the building for Semitic studies at Harvard. He has been chairman of the East Asiatic section of the Museum of Natural History of New York, which has sent out many expeditions for the study of Eastern history and conditions. He has made donations to the various museums of the city and presented the New York Public Library with a large number of works dealing with Jewish subjects. He has presented to Barnard College the recently erected student social hall. Mr. Schiff is the Jewish philanthropist par excellence. His philanthropies embrace every phase of Jewish life. He is intensely interested in hospital work and is the president of the Monteflore home and a contributor to Mount Sinai Hospital and all other important Jewish hospitals of the city. He is profoundly interested in Jewish education and took a leading part in the reorganization of the Jewish Theological Seminary of America. He is also the founder of the Borough of Education. In addition, Mr. Schiff is trustee of the Baron de Hirsch Fund and the Woodbine Agricultural School. He has provided the building and funds for the Young Men's Hebrew Association of New York City. Mr. Schiff has always used his wealth and his influence in the best interests of his people. He financed the enemies of autocratic Russia and used his financial influence to keep Russia from the money market of the United States. When last year Mr. Schiff celebrated his 17th birthday, Seventieth birthday, sorry. 
all the factions of Jewry in the United States and elsewhere united in paying tribute to him. Now, the communal register. Red Revolutionaries, who was banished by the Turkish government to Brosa, and later J. Ben-Gurion, who is now in America, the Poel Le Zion began their career in Palestine with a Yiddish paper, Der Anfang. Later, in 1909, at their 66th, excuse me, at their 6th conference, they adopted Hebrew as their official language, and as soon as the Turkish constitution was adopted, they began to publish their Hebrew paper, Ha Akduth, meaning unity, quote-unquote. This paper appeared until Tammuz, 1914, when it was suppressed by the Turkish government and its editor, Zerubbabel, condemned to life imprisonment. In Palestine, the Poale Zion have had a severe struggle with another workmen's party, the Hapoel Hazur, the young workman, which is not socialistic and is opposed to strikes. The Poale Zion were, were, however, recognized as a part of the Socialist Party in Turkey, which gave the party the possibility of influencing the international socialist movement in favor of Zionism and the Jewish national aims. The most important achievement of the Poale Zion in Palestine was the organization of Hashomer, the Watchman, an organization of heroic young guards who protect the property of the colonies with their lives against thieving Arabs. They have aroused the respect of the Arabs for the Jewish name and have awakened the spirit of heroism in the Jewish youth of Palestine. In 1907, during the Zionist Congress at The Hague, delegates of the Poale Zion parties of various countries assembled at a conference and organized the Poale Zion Weltverband World Organization which watches over the international interests of the Poale Zion in the Zionist and the Socialist worlds. It organizes constructive work in Palestine. A Palestine Workers Fund which is collected from Jews all over the world is administered by the World Organization, quote-unquote. This Palestine Workers Fund is used for the support of cooperative undertakings, educational and other workmen's enterprises in Palestine. During the war, the World Organization, which is at the present time directed by J. Kaplansky, L. Chazanowicz, and B. Locker at The Hague, has done much in the interest of the Palestinian working men. Through its propaganda in the Socialist International and the English Labour Party, the World Organization has succeeded in securing a favorable attitude towards Zionist aims on the part of socialists and labor leaders. As a result, a Jewish home in Palestine 
is one of the points in the peace program of the International and of the English Labour Party. The Powale Zion in America. In the far-reaching work of the International Powale Zionist Movement, the Jewish Socialist Labour Party, Powale Zion of America, plays the most important role after the Palestine Party. The Russian reaction of 1906-1917 through 1917 caused the real center of the movement to shift to America, and since the war, the American Party has been joined by all of the important founders and spokesmen of the party from Russia, Austria, and Palestine. The American Party has collected larger sums of money than any of the others for Palestine and for the work of the Powale Zionist Bureau at The Hague. With the help of the American Party, the World Organization presented a memorandum, the Red Book, quote-unquote, to the Socialist International, to the Socialist International, This appeared in a number of languages. It is a declaration of the Jewish nationalist working classes to the work of all nations concerning Jewish misery and Jewish aspirations in all lands, as also in Palestine. Thanks to the American Poale Zion, the Federation of Labor at its convention in Buffalo and the meeting of workers in Minneapolis, adopted resolutions favoring the creation of a Jewish home in Palestine as a point of their peace program. But even more important has been the recent role of the Powale Zion in American Jewish life itself, and particularly among the American Jewish working classes. The number of members in the party is small, in all from three to 4,000, but its strength lies first in its broad international relations, which give the party the possibility of thoroughly informing itself on all Jewish questions. And second, in the parallel movements which the party has created, the party brought into life a new insurance order for workers, the National Workers' Alliance, which has become well-known among the workers because of its idealism and power of self-sacrifice. Its president is Professor I.A. Auerwitch. The movement for national radical schools has been created by the initiative of the Poale Zion and is growing from day to day. The chief strength of the party in the Zionist camp is that it has a better understanding than general Zionist circles of the conditions needed for immediate work and of local interests. In the labor world, the party is strong because it is very loyal to the Jewish interests of the worker. For that reason... When the Poale Zionists begin a movement here, they carry along with them a large number of the Zionists on the one hand and of the workers on the other because the masses do not find answers to all their questions either in Zionism, which lives almost exclusively with the thought of Palestine, nor in the labor movement, which is absorbed exclusively with economic interests. The strength of Poale Zionism lies in this, that it builds the future upon the present, and for that reason its relation to Yiddish, to Jewish life, and Golas, to the Golas values, is more res 
respectful and more tender than that of either Zionists or workmen. It is a party not for the Palestine alone, but also for the Golas and its interests. For this reason, Poal Zionism is the center of the east side from which come forth almost all Jewish American movements or without which no movement can prosper. The Poal Zion created the people's relief. They started the Congress, Jewish Congress movement. And they have always had about them much larger masses than the number of their members would indicate. In the New York Cahilla, the Poale Zion were the first of the Jewish working classes to recognize the necessity of the Cahilla and to participate in it. Unfortunately, due to numerous causes, the relations between the Cahilla and the Poale Zion were broken off too soon. The Poale Zion have made their best record in the Congress movement where they forced the whole Jewish laboring class on the one hand and the Zionists on the other hand, as well as the better-to-do elements to participate. During the Congress movement, they united all of the national radical elements in the National Socialist Workmen's Committee, which published a weekly The Jewish Congress. They found a capable co-worker in P. Rutenberg, the well-known socialist revolutionary, who later became the right hand of Premier A.F. Kerensky in the position of Vice Commandant of the Petrograd Military District, Rutenberg, together with Dr. H. Shitlowski and a large number of other intellectuals later officially joined the party as members. The Poil Zion are carrying on a bitter struggle with the Provisional Zionist Committee, whose undemocratic conduct they refused to sanction. They withdrew from the Provisional Committee because of the autocracy of the committee, and they refused to take part in the conference of the committee recently held in Baltimore. On the other hand, the Poale Zion are carrying on a life-and-death struggle with the official labor leadership, which is centered in the Jewish Daily Forward because of its indifference to the Jewish interests of the workmen, to the historical interests of the Jewish people. But the opponents in both camps respect the Poale Zion, benefit nor for prestige, but that they are rather a party of idealists of self-sacrificing champions of a better Jewish future here in every other land in, and in Palestine. The party publishes a weekly Der Yiddisher Comfort which is edited by the gifted Jewish author David Pinsky. In addition, the Palestine Committee of the Pahali Zion issued this year an important book Yisker, in memory of the fallen guards Shomerim in Palestine, also a book Eriz Israel containing comprehensive data on the economic, political, and social life of Palestine. 
They've also issued a number of smaller publications. There are about 100 Zionist societies in America. And there are also more than 100 societies in the National Workers Alliance, which cooperates with the uh, Powell Zion. The National Socialist Labor Committee has also a number of societies, as does the Alliance of the National Radical Schools. All of this constitutes a strong National Socialist movement in America under the spiritual leadership of Powell Zionism. Communal Register Jewish Socialist Labor Organization Poal Zion My goodness Two hundred and sixty six Grand Street Secretary H Henrik two six six Grand Street established nineteen oh five Yada, 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 yada. Okay, I'll keep going. Established 1905, incorporated 1909, budget for 1917, 12,000, membership 4,700, branches NYC. Purpose, the restoration of the Jewish people in Palestine. The establishment of a socialistic commonwealth, the organization of the Jewish labor class for its economic and political interests in America, the organization of the Jewish workmen ready to settle in Palestine, in cooperative groups for the creation of better living conditions, the education of the Jewish masses in America, the issuing of literature devoted to the interests of the Jewish workmen, and of books treating the life of the new Jew developing in Palestine, the organization of the Jewish labor classes into trade unions. Whew. Issues. Der Yiddisher Kampfer. 